0: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring
1: Top, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts.
2: Namaste, caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk, live worldwide, check it, this hour we're talking boxing, MMA, and a little pro wrestling. Straight up, you already know this, but my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, Having defended that, that title and better for for better than 33 years, and straight up today we're talking triple G, of course, in the main event tonight, live from the mecca of boxing, the mecca of entertainment, Madison Square Garden. Of course, Golovkin 36-0, 33 knockouts, taking on the once-beaten Danny Jacobs, but he wasn't beaten by humans. I mean, he was he beat cancer. I mean, so so. what's a man going to do? If you can beat bone cancer, what's Gennady Golovkin going to bring to the dance tonight? Of course, Jacobs coming in at 32 and one You know, pretty good record, no doubt about that. Good fighter, the best American middleweight at 160 pounds by, by far, okay? But what does that say about the American middleweight division? I don't know. Will Jacobs challenge tonight? Yes, he will. Will Jacobs make a good fight tonight? Yes, he will. Will we break it down after the bake? Yes, we will. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines around the planet, one 878 7529 That's 1-800-878-7529. And check this out. This is easier. We have a text line set up for the shows, 415-275-1613. The text line makes it easier. You don't have to go in the air. I won't embarrass you. 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Rink Talk live worldwide on Sport Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, channel 203. And for all the troops out there, the American Forces Network, live from San Francisco, this is Sports Byline. You
0: ain't just exactly sure to let your hair go. Spend big bucks to top your wardrobe. But somehow you know
3: there's
1: much more to the trip. What is hip? Tell me, tell me. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware from don't miss the Ace
4: Buy 2 Get 1 Free paint sale. Now through Monday only. Buy 2 gallons of our top paint brands, Bar, Clark and & Kensington, and Royal, and get the 3rd gallon free. That's right, buy 2 gallons, get 1 free. You know what else is free? The help. Because the paint experts at your local Ace will take the time to make sure you get everything you need in one trip. Brushes, rollers, tape, everything. Only at Ace. Offer valid through March 20th. Prices may vary. Limit 2 free gallons of equal or lesser value. See participating store for details.
5: Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Doctor Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us. 816-0365. One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promise subject to qualification while supplies last. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain relieving back brace from doctor-approved medical at little to no cost. Many people are now using our brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and feel relief that they haven't had in years. Don't let your back pain get worse. Call 800-507-1148. Call now and get free shipping plus a free easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promise subject to qualification while supplies what do you do if your child can't hear or speak
6: where do you go wine garden children's center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice support our programs by attending tea off for our kids our benefit golf tournament on monday april 17th hosted at the exclusive peninsula golf and country club in san mateo with lunch golf and dinner included
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. Well, you had to talk to my lawyer on that one.
2: First up there, Triple G, of course, United Galapagos, 36-0, 33 knockouts, taking on Danny Jacobs, and, of course, Donald Trump's biggest supporter. I don't know if he still supports him as much as he did in the past. talk about Don King. Of course, the world's greatest promoter. I tried to get him to... um, come on this week's show. He was lazy. Yeah, he gets lazy. He's 83 years old now. I'm giving him the 84, okay? Remember, I sung him happy birthday, number 82. But no, he's getting up there in age. He gets lazy. He gets cranky. And it isn't like the old Ever Ready Bunny that he used to be when he was in his 60s and 70s. I mean, he just is not the guy that can go. I don't think he, um, in the past, when I was working with him in the 80s, in the 80s and the 90s, in the Tyson, the, the, the second run of the Tyson era, um, that was in the mid-90s. He was sleeping two hours a night and taking care of business all day long and putting people to sleep as far as negotiating. He asked what he would do. He would set up negotiating uh, uh, meetings with these people like, you know, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and he'd break them down. He'd have them there for 12 to 14 hours. After 14 hours, they would say, okay, Don, take anything you want. Just take it. Just take it. Anyway, Don King, the king of negotiation, No doubt about that. Of course, Ring Talk Live Worldwide Week in and Week out is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Of course, their upcoming bouts, they've they've had some good bouts, but I think that the upcoming bout we've got to be looking for is what Joseph Parker is going to do. I'm talking about the heavyweight champion of the world. What is he going to do? I mean, you know, there's there's talk of him taking on uh, Tyson Fury's cousin, and there's off, it's on. You know, the heavyweight division, it needs some... We need some definition right now, and Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko are going to lay claim to some of that. But I mean, all of these guys—they need to put together a heavyweight tournament, much like they did back in the '70s, I believe, the night, late 1970s or early '80s as well. They did it twice, the thing. I think HBO did it in the '70s and they did it again in the uh, in the '90s with Tyson. Tyson was, of course, eventually uh, ruled the world heavyweight champion when he knocked out Michael Spinks. I mean, once and for all. Remember that fight? It was called Once and For All. No, no, I renamed it. Once and I'll fall. I was <clears throat> I was focusing in my binoculars from the worst seat in the entire Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall. Of course, I call it the house that Arturo Gotti built. Anyway, it was sold out. I had the worst seat. They put these kitchen chairs up on the last. How can I put this? But behind the last row, there was a little concrete piece. So they put kitchen chairs in there and they gave me a kitchen chair. I couldn't believe it. This was my big one of my big first big fights in Atlantic City, 87, 88, and um, they gave me a great seat. I mean, it was the worst seat in the entire place. So I'm figuring in on, 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 focusing in here on on the binoculars, and I see you know Spinks get hit like in the arm, and it's all over. I mean, all over once and for all. No, no, once and I'll fall. Michael Spinks, of course, made made a believer out of Mike Tyson by Mike Tyson, in 91 seconds in that same arena. A few years later, of course. Ah, uh, Carl the Truth Williams, the late Carl the Truth Williams, we made a liar by uh, by Mike Tyson when he was annihilated in 92 seconds. Of course, that was Mike Tyson's last big run. But right now, the world heavyweight championship, of course, there is well, we'll call let's just call it vacant right now because Tyson Fury was a man, and Tyson Fury stepped aside. So what does that really mean? It means that the, tice, that the title is vacant, and somebody's got to fight to step up. For of course, Deontay Wilder continues to fight guys like uh, Scott Cuddy and Pedro Fernandez and Johnny Taco and people like that. In other words, you know, nondescript guys. I mean, the guys he's fighting in Mobile, Alabama, wherever he's doing all this fighting back there in that, that boxing hotbed that is Alabama. I mean, I, I know they've got a, their hometown guy now and more power to them. I mean, they're coming out, they're supporting them. But how much money can you actually make on a gate? If you were to sell out a gate in, in Alabama, how much, how much money can you really make? You're not making any money on that. I don't know why they're doing it there. I, don't, I think it's because of the fact that, you know, if they put Deontay Wilder in Las Vegas against some of these ABC type of ham egger type of guys, people would say, you know, that just ain't cool. Because, you know, we don't want to see mismatches. We want to see fights. I mean, you saw a fight last week. There was no doubt about it. It was a fight for 10 rounds. I'm talking about Keith Thurman, of course, and Danny Garcia. Keith Thurman, the reigning world welterweight, 147-pound champion, although Kel Brook, the once-beaten lad, never beaten at welterweight, but beaten the middleweight by the aforementioned Golovkin in his last fight. Kel Brook may have a may lay a claim to the world welterweight championship. Of course, Floyd Mayweather giving it up. Speaking of Mayweather, we'll talk to him, talk about him in the MMA segment a little bit later in the show. Him and Conor McGregor appear headed for a showdown. I don't know about that. This is anyway. Back to the heavyweight division. Right now, we're looking at Joseph Parker. We're looking at uh, Anthony Joshua. We're looking at Vladimir Klitschko we're looking at, you know, Tyson Fury, but what's happening with Tyson Fury? I mean, the cocaine, we understand, listen, if you got some coke issues and psychological issues, you get them over with, man, you know, you clean yourself up, you just, it's like, it's not like a, a process that takes years, okay, I don't know what he's doing, but of course, he couldn't handle the pressure of being heavyweight champion, and some guys can't, I remember when Mike Tyson won the heavyweight championship in 1980. was it 87? eighty seven? I I forget what year it was anyway. When Tyson won the uh eighty six, when Tyson won the title in eighty six um, over Trevor Berbick in Las Vegas, the first thing that Muhammad Ali said to Larry Merchant was how long can he hold it? How long can he stay on top? What type of is there any longevity? And you know Tyson, like he burned out sort of quick. He really did. I mean, because you think about it this way, Tyson was mowing through everybody, else, 87, 88, 89, and then 1990, he was done. And he admitted to me, after his last fight against, um, you know, remember Kevin McBride, remember that was in Washington, D.C. It was pretty sad when I broadcast from the nation's capital, the, the the boxing funeral of Mike Tyson being beat up by a hammer I mean, good God, that had to be, the, that that was that was karma coming back on Tyson. For anything Tyson did bad in his life, it came back on him by allowing a guy by the uh, with the talent level of a Kevin McBride to beat him that night. But Tyson knew he was done. People know they're done. Deep down inside, they know they're done. Maybe Tyson Fury, he knows he's done as well. The current heavyweight division, I've laid it out for you. Those are the major players. Parker, Joshua, Klitschko. I look at somebody, and, and, and of course, Wilder. And Wilder coming off that... Off that tricep or that torn bicep injury, he looked pretty good as far as you know when he when he was standing up. But he only threw punches like he, once he threw a punch, the fight was over. That was sort of terrible. That's not the type of fight you really want to put on TV. I guess the people back in Mobile, Alabama, don't know. Sorry, Mobile, but that's not a good boxing match. When your guy wins, and he wins uh, basically a basically a a fight where the other guy's just over there holding his hands up, and, and you know after he gets hit, it's all over and bye bye good night. It looks good for the hometown people, but deep down inside, it does nothing for Deontay Wilder to build him as a heavyweight champion. Puts another number on his record, but his record's going to be looked back uh, on his, by historians as being suspect, to say the least. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the sports byline uh, text line, 415-275-1613. That's 415 415-275- 275 one six one three. So Jacobs, hmm, what well, can I say? I talked about it before. He's beaten cancer. Can he beat Ginani Golovkin? Is Johnny Golovkin more of a formidable foe than bone cancer? I mean, can there be any more formidable foe than, than cancer? kicking cancer's ass? I mean, after beating cancer, I mean will I you know it's like it's like this. I try to tell you how why all these guys come out of the Russian Republic or the former Soviet Union, hungry and, and mean and ready to fight. And this and that. If you had to wipe your butt with a rock, okay, and you were offered toilet paper and you had to fight for it, guess what? You'll fight and you'll fight hard. And that's what these guys are doing. That's why the, the Russian contingent or the former Soviet Union is making such a major play in the world of boxing right now. So tonight, Glock and 36-0, 33 kills. Danny Jacobs, 32-1, 29 wax. Kids out of Brooklyn, New York. He's going to draw a good crowd, no doubt about that, being a hometown kid, as will Golovkin because Golovkin's got that, that Russian-Polish, you know, that's all these that, that those group of people, they come out and they support their fighters. There's no doubt about it. Ask Andrew Golota, of course, sold out of the Garden a couple of times. Anyway, Golovkin and Jacobs, what's going to happen? We'll talk about that after the break. This is Rink Talk live worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. The text line. Text me if you want. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Let me remind you, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Pacific Time, Johnny Tackle and the All-Stars wrap up all the fights, all the sports, all these social issues. Cap it on Trump as well tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Sports by Live Broadcast Network.
0: Everyone says I wish I was in your shoe. I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe
3: don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies.
7: Bill
1: 800-480-5708. I was like, when I was in this marriage, I was so,
0: I was wide open like a puppy dog. She could have did anything. I was like, okay, I love you still. You know, um, I didn't um, I didn't care about any money. Anything. I always didn't want to lose my wife at the time. I was just a young kid, and I've never really been in that degree of matrimony before. And it just, it, it just devastated me. I wasn't prepared for any kind of emotional struggle like that at all. Yeah.
8: yeah. what role model had you had for a good marriage?
0: Nobody, really. um, Just entertainers I would watch. And the most entertainers I would watch were womanizers. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull.
2: You still got the voice, the great Barbara Harris. Of course, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline tonight. Of course, Jacobs and Golovkin. Before I get to that main event, yes, I will get to the actual prediction, what I think is going to happen. Roman Gonzalez, El Chocolito, 46-0, 38 KOs. Pretty good-looking fighter. I mean, what can you say? A guy's, like, unbeaten and been unbeaten for a long time. Taking a guy called WW, WW, WW. In other words, Whistlekill Wankek. Not too bad. They're 41-4. Not too bad of a record either. Of course, Chocolito, considered one of the best fighters, is not the best fighter pound-for-pound in all of boxing. Right now, fighting fighting at 112 pounds. Interesting to see what happens when um, this fighter steps up one more weight class because right now, at 115, he's sort of drilling guys, and at 112, he was drilling guys. But, you know, can he move up? Three pounds sounds like nothing i ah, moving up three pounds, but the size between the size difference between a band of weight in boxing, which is 118 pounds, and a super flyweight in boxing, which is 115 pounds, is a big difference. You can see the bone structure. You can see the. It's just big difference. When you get a natural guy that's like 112, a natural guy is 115 pounds. There's a difference in the three pounds, believe it or not. So we're trying to say whether, trying to determine whether chocolate leaves can move up a couple more weight clouds. Of course, that last fight he had. A unanimous 12 round decision went over Carlos Quadras, who came in unbeaten at 35 0. Quadras thinks that uh, he played his, um, yeah, you know, he, he didn't take care of business like he wants to. And Quadras thinks he would do well in a rematch. Of course, that's probably Chocolito's biggest uh, threat out there right now because all the other guys he's rolled over. I mean, he rolled over the former Hawaiian punch, Brian Valoria, rolled over Edgar Santos, Valentin, uh, Valentin Leon, Rocky Fuentes. I mean, he rolled over these guys. Some of these guys had real good records. Okay, so he is the real deal, but the fact that he's fighting at a weight that's more accustomed to jockeys and guys that ride horses, 112 to 115 pounds, it it is um it takes away from it because for some reason people really don't get off on the lighter weight fighters. Yeah, some of the boxing purists do, and there have been some fights over the years that have really changed our mind regarding 108, 112 pounds. I'm thinking about the Michael Carval. Uh, uh, Humberto Gonzalez fight, what was he calling? Chicken, not chickenito. Um, ah, I can't think of it right now. Anyway, Humberto La La Chiquita Gonzalez. And I named him Humberto La Chiquita Gonzalez. Because when I went down there to watch him in that main event at the LA Forum, he was a 70-1 to favorite or something like that. And he quit. Quit, you guys. He just quit. Some guy beat him up a little bit. He said, "I had enough. I'm tired. I'm not going to fight anymore." He just laid down and quit right in front of me. And if you look at the the Associated Press picture of the fight, you see me standing on the ring apron screaming at this guy, "Get up!" Because I knew he was dogging it. Get up! Anyway, Chiquita Gonzalez and carball in 1993 went back and forth, and won probably one of the greatest back and forth fights you will ever see in your life. And it was at 108 pounds so it did bring credence to the lighter weight divisions but since then you know there's been a few good fights at 108 112 pounds but for the most part people want to see bigger people people want to see people that are either closer to their weight or bigger than that that's why the middleweight division was so popular in the world especially around the 1940s 1950s and early part of the 1960s was that most of the people in the world the average person weighed guess what around 160 pounds not like today But 160 pounds, so that's why the middleweight division was so hot back in then. So we've got Gonzalez and W.W. Gonzalez is going to roll over this guy. I figure the stoppage has come about the seventh round. Now we go to the main event. Hmm. You know, making predictions is sort of like flipping the coin. sometimes. You've got two good fighters, and you've got, you know, intangibles on both sides. You've got Jacobs, of course, taller, maybe a little bit faster. Okay, um, got a little bit longer arms. All that stuff adds up a little bit, but is it enough to overcome the best... How can I put this? He's the best fighter I've ever seen since Roberto Duran cutting off the ring. And when you cut off the ring, you force guys to fight your fight. In other words, hey, man, you're not running for me. You put your foot over there, and guess what? He can't run no more. He's, he's got to stand in the fight. And you start clipping him with right hands and left hooks and things like that because you've got him in the spot that you want him in. Now, Golovkin... Cuts people off, as I said, the best pound, the best, the best today, no doubt about it. Nobody cuts people off better than he does. He fights like a, a Roberto Duran or a Mexican. He doesn't fight like somebody from the former Soviet Republic. Not that, well, okay, there are stereotypes from guys that fight over there. Think of Klitschko, think of Klitschko, think of, Klitschko. Think of both Klitschkos, think of the way they fight, think of that being the stereotype of fighters fighting out of the uh, former Soviet Republic. Now, the Lovkin, a lot different. I mean, complete technician, good mechanic, has all the skills, works the left hand to the body, works the right hand to the body, has one-punch knockouts with body shots, one-punch knockouts with head shots. Wow. And he's a small middleweight. That's what's sort of scary about all this. He's really kind of small. When you stand next to him, you know, he's not a big guy. He's for carrying 160 pounds. Marvin Hagler was bigger. Of course, the biggest middleweight I ever saw in my life. I think the biggest middleweight ever to hold the title was a man Roberto Duran beat for the title, 160 pounds back in, ooh, God, I want to stretch that, 1989. And that was, of course, Iran Barkley, the blade out of out of New York City, of course, the Bronx. When he knocked out Tommy Aarons in 1988, I was sitting in the fourth row at the of Vegas Hilton, you guys, and you hear, hear Barkley going, oh, he's crying because Tommy's ripping him with these body shots. I mean, just hitting him with these body shots, these clean body shots. And you guys, oh, 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 you can feel his pain, okay? And then he unquirks his punch and boom, it catches Tommy on the chin and the world was never the same after that. The invincible hitman was no longer invincible. He was knocked out. Of course, Barkley would beat him by decision in a rematch, but Barkley just had his number. What I'm trying to tell you is that Thomas the Hitman Hearns, when you look back at that era of boxing and you compare it with today's era of boxing, um, it's 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 a little tough on today's era. I mean, Golovkin may be one of the guys that can go back and fight in that era. and I, I don't think that, Believe it or not, and I'm not trying to, to dog him anything yet, but I'm not of the opinion that Mayweather could. Um, I really don't. I think that that you know Mayweather tried that boxing crap on Roberto Duran, and he cut the ring off, and he would sized Mayweather up, and Mayweather would be taking a beating for four to five to six rounds. Because think about it this way: Mayweather is not nearly as big as Sugar Ray Leonard, okay? And Sugar Ray Leonard was a big, big. I mean, Ray Leonard threw hard, hard punches at 147, okay? Mayweather doesn't punch that hard. Mayweather has nothing that would keep Roberto Duran off. As far as Thomas Hitman Hearns is concerned, that would be his fight. He'd be throwing the shots from the outside, and I think Mayweather would fall on that one. As far as Ray Leonard is concerned, I think Ray Leonard could outsmart Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather's not that smart. I mean, Mayweather's just taking some basic boxing boxing techniques and his, 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 his advantage in speed and using them to the fullest. He has a great jab. In fact, back in the day, I think he was known for starting his workouts on the heavy bag each day with 10,000 jabs. I guess you're a pretty dedicated athlete when you throw 10,000 jabs just to start your workout after stretching, okay? There's no doubt about it. He was dedicated. But a real fighter? Not really. Anyway, Golovkin is a real fighter right now. And what I think is that Golovkin, after he he beats Danny Jacobs, I think it will be a a decision. I'm not sure it will go uh, inside of the route. And the reason why I'm saying that is that Jacob is a big, formidable guy, and I think that Jacob is going to have some – he's going to have his way in some of this fight. I don't think it's going to be a one-way street for Gennady Golovkin. I just don't see it going that way. Uh, Jacob, as I said, the height, the reach, the speed, uh, the boxing style, good American boxing purist. You know, when you pit that that American boxing style against the Mexican boxing style of Golovkin, and that's what he fights like a Mexican to an extent um, – He's, he got to sort of like want to think that, you know, the American boxer style is going to prevail here because he's got the skill. He's got the reach. He's got the height. He's got, I mean, if he can get, if he can impose his will just for a little while, it will be something that's never been done before. with not Golovkin ever. Nobody's ever imposed their will upon him. They haven't. Why? He's been that damn good, man. He's been that damn good. So tonight, I guess you got to go with Golovkin until he loses. Undefeated now, 36-0 potentially 37 of them all morning. Now, the aforementioned uh, Tyson Fury, I'm uh, Tyson Fury, uh, Huey Fury and uh, Joseph Parker, heavyweight title fight for the WBO, has been settled. It will go down May the 6th in New Zealand. And good luck to both those guys. I think Tyson Fury's cousin, not quite as good as Tyson Fury, but you know he brings that he brings that gypsy type of mentality to the fight that means anything goes, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Our text line is hot and happening. Give us a call on the text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. I've got one text on boxing, one text on mixed martial arts. So I get the MMA after the break. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.
3: Once more, 800-758-0725.
5: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight, guaranteed. Also,
7: save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780.
6: What do you do if your child can't hear or speak? Where do you go? Wine Garden Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice. Support our programs by attending Tea Off for Our Kids, our benefit golf tournament on Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo, with lunch, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org
1: She's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda
0: Nunes. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
1: Good to see you still alive. I think I like you.
2: Before we get to the world of the USA, a to report on the world of mixed martial arts from Thailand. The Thailand Zoo recently hosted an event featuring orangutans boxing as other apes stood around the ring, banging on drums and dancing in bikinis. Doesn't that sound cool? I mean, come on. The Wild Display Safari World has protesters saying the orangutans are being abused. Listen, I got news for you. The, they, I, I saw the film. I thought the orangutans, although they didn't seem to be too intent on hurting each other, they seem to know what's going on. They're smart enough to realize that they're really putting on a show. So these orangutans are smart enough to put on a show, and they're probably getting fed a little bit more than an average orangutan would make. So I give them the props, and they're in training as well. It's sort of cute. So people thought it was very abusive. I didn't think it was all abusive. Safari World in Thailand has got it going on with boxing orangutans. And guess what? Boxing orangutans sometimes are better than human boxers because human boxers tend to run, and I'll talk about that in the last segment of today's show. Of course, now we're talking mixed martial arts, the world of the UFC and of course Bellator as well. But the UFC, hmm, rocking and rolling. Of course, last week they had the UFC pay-per-view on TV. I mean, you know, how 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 high can you get? How much can you get off on the UFC watching it once a month at seventy-five or eighty bucks or ninety bucks? I just don't think you can do that. Of course, it was USC 209. That was a fortnight, excuse me. Tyrone Woodley and, and Stephen Thompson. Nobody ever wants to see that again, okay? And then the last thing was Vitor Belfort and Kevin Gaslam. Well, Gaslam was supposed to smoke Belf- Belfort like a blunt. And guess what he did? I mean, it was, it, was, it was ugly. Vitor Belfort, one time the phenom in the world of mixed martial arts. But that was a lot of steroids ago. <clears throat> a lot of steroids. And even though this fight was in Brazil, I think the fact that Vitor Belfort didn't test positive for anything, is a clear indication that the testing process the USC has in, has in place is for real. Because if he was going to cheat, he would have done it for a fight down there, no doubt about that. And, uh, and of course, he made 185 pounds as well, down from his 205-pound status. So Belfort, an older guy, almost 40 years old, taking on Kevin Gastelum, who's really no world-beater, per se. I mean, I couldn't say Gastelum's a cinch to win the world title someday. But, you know, he looked pretty good. And I will give him his props. It was his night, and he did knock him out. When he knocked Vitor out, I mean, he knocked Vitor out three minutes and fifty-two seconds into one into the very first round. Mauricio Shogun Rua, yeah, Shogun, give it up, man. He beat John Vellante. It was a TKO of the third round. I mean, but you know. You can see the residual effects of the game taking its effect, taking its toll on Mauricio Shogun Rua. I mean, some of you don't want to look at that, or some of you don't even know what to look for when I'm talking about this. But you can just see it that this this punishment he's taken is just not very good. It's not good. The residual damage, suffered by these fighters, we don't know how great it is because really MMA, these guys have been cracking each other long long enough, and CTE usually kicks in about between 10 and 15 years after. Talk about that chronic brain injury, of course, that football players are it's now a big thing in the NFL, the movie Concussion, Boxing, Mixed Martial Arts, Soccer, and go on and on. But the bottom line is, in the world of contact sports, things are happening, and CTE is first and foremost on everybody's mind. So Belfort was a loser. Vilante was a loser. Edson Barboza was a winner with his beautiful flying knee. Edson Barboza, a guy that we thought was going to do big things, in the past, he had a couple of setbacks, but he's back. He beat Benel Darush with a flying knee into the second round. Wow, it was a flying knee. A, when you have, listen, flying knees are like highlight reels as far as mixed martial arts. And, of course, Yael Romero, the really heir apparent to the World Middle East Championship, he is the best, the, although I think he's on Flintstone Vitamins. Uh, he, I think he, or he might be on Flintstone Vitamins. Um, he is probably throws the best flying knees I've ever seen in my life. But this this guy, some Barboza, this flying knee was, ooh. And flying knees, they knock people out, and they knock them into another a zip code. I mean, into a, not another times another, I mean, Bob, boom. I mean, lights out, man, you don't know what's happening, those knees. Of course, the knee is part of uh, an, ex, an extension of the biggest muscle in the body, the thigh, the leg muscle. When that thing's driving up, man, with those hips and things like that, Look out as Benel DeRouche found out the hard way. As far as the rest of the card is concerned, Alex Oliveira looked pretty good with a room naked choke over Tim Means. Outside of that, hmm, wasn't too impressed with the card. But I do want to mention that Joe Soto, the guy they threw in there with T.J. Dillashaw a couple of years ago, and then he went on a three-fight losing streak, won his third fight in a row. The guy's out of, uh, like, Hanford, California, considered a not-so-good mixed martial artist. Glad to give him some props. He won his third fight in a row, and he beat Rana Yaha. It was a decision across the board, 29-28, to 29-27, meaning two rounds. It was cool. It was cool. I'm glad he won. I'm really glad he won. But Joe Soto, one of those guys that, you know, came came on at the last minute, saved the pay-per-view card. They should have took that fight off pay-per-view, man. When when the main event falls out, you can't put it on pay-per-view. Come on. Anyway, tonight, coming from the O2 Arena, of course, in uh, London. London, England, of course. The USC, another fight night going on Fox Sports 1. got to tell you this. It's fight night, 108. It was going to be um, – eh, anyway, I won't tell you what it was going to be. What it is 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 Jimmy Manua taking on Corey And, of course, these guys are going to fight at 205 pounds. And Gunnar Nelson's on, taking on Alan Jubon And Brad Pickett's going to take on Marlon Vera at a catchweight of 140 pounds. Arnold Allen versus Juan uh, Americani. As far as the rest of the card's concerned, no names really standing out. In fact, I was looking at the USC roster this week and or some news in the USC. They cut like twelve people and nobody really gonna recognize, but wow, I mean they're they're purging. I mean, they've made a lot of cuts. They've made cuts in the office, they made cuts in in the fighters. I mean, you know, they made all these new people that run the USC are making a lot of cuts, much like the president. You know, you got to give—I'm not going to say this before Before I, I move on. I want to say this. The president has a heart smaller than his tiny hands. When you want to cut wheels on meals and say, quote, there's no There's no positive—there's no productive—it's uh, it's not productive. What do you mean? How can you say that not feeding old people is not productive? How can you say that not feeding people that are about to die, the people that are— That are disabled. How can you say feeding people that can't get out of the house? How can you say giving people that would starve? How can you say giving them food is not cool? How can Donald Trump do that? How can he go to sleep at night? You know, I've had my political uh, issues in the past with various presidents, Obama and of course, George W. Bush. But I'm gonna tell you like this, I have never seen a piece of work like this. I have never ever in my life seen a piece of work like this. And you know, for those of you that are watching the Environmental Protection Agency and things like that go away, I mean, are you out of your mind? They want to burn coal again? Are you out of your mind? That would be like going back to sniffing glue for marijuana. I mean, you must be out of your—anyway, it doesn't make any sense. Enough said on that. The world of mixed martial arts, hot and heavy right now. The USC, of course, a $4.2 billion acquisition by the new owners who kept Dana White around. Their next pay-per-view event is going to go down, of course, April the 8th. And it's a rematch with Rumble Johnson going back against the pudgy, the soft, the world light heavyweight champion with an asterisk, talking about Danny Cormier. If he wasn't, if John Jones wasn't the turd that he is and keeps getting into the trouble that he is, of course, that he has been, um, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. Danny Cormier would not be champion. John Jones would be dominating the world of mixed martial arts as he was. Now, will he be able to come back and do that? We'll get to that in just a minute. Anyway, Cormier and Johnson. Johnson's big shot on this one is coming out and trying to knock Cormier out quick, you got to get to Cormier. I, I really think so because Johnson doesn't seem to have the stamina. It doesn't seem to have the wrestling ability to go up against the former, was in the NCAA champion. I mean, Daniel Cormier was a, was in the Pan Am Games. I think the Olympics. I mean, he's an outstanding amateur wrestler. He is Cain Velasquez is the former world heavyweight champion. He is there. He he is the wrestling coach for him. I mean, he's an, an incredible wrestler, Cormier. But he's soft. I mean, you saw that. In that 24-hour makeshift Anderson Silva fight of about a year ago. When Silva kicked him in the ribs, he nearly fell down and died. Okay, I mean, there was blood in the water, but Silva too old to be able to uh, go after it. Couldn't smell it, man. I guess your, your nose sort of goes after a while when you get up there in the world of combat sports. Can't smell that blood. If you can't smell that blood, you're destined to lose because that was his one opportunity anyway. anyway back to Cormier and the rematch, of course. He's only lost in one fight to John Jones. And that was, they were, were going to do it again. If they fought again, I think, if they fought four or five times, Daniel, Daniel Cormier would probably lose four or five times. He just doesn't have John Jones's skills, can't match him physically. Of course, John Jones, long and lean, 6'1", 205 pounds. I mean, whoa, he's long and he's lean. He cracks, man. He cracks like a heavyweight. Now, speaking of heavyweights, could he step up the heavyweight? That's the subject for another day. We'll talk about that in the near future. Of course, John Jones destined to be back into MMA action in July after testing positive last July for a a, a a test no no what was it called again? Oh yeah an estrogen blocker. Hmm. Estrogen is a female hormone. Why estrogen would be in a fighter's diet or makeup or any of that kind of good stuff is you're a good guess for you as it is for me, but it usually means steroids. That's right. I'm talking about Flintstone vitamins. Anyway, Jenny Cormier, Rummel Johnson. Unless Rumble catches him in the very first round, there's no indication as this fight's going to be any different from the uh, first encounter where it's Cormier won inside the distance, basically with his wrestling skills. And I think that that gives him the advantage here, no doubt about it. But Rumble punches early, and he punches hard. If he can catch Cormier, if he moves on it, and he moves on it quick, he's got a shot. One of my favorite guys back in action. I'm talking talking about Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman was one of my favorite guys until he gave up the world middleweight title. Chris, what were you thinking, man? What were you smoking? Were you not taking care of business? Anyway, enough of Chris Wybin. Um, he's taking on Gagar Masasi. Masasi's not a joke, man. Masasi's a guy that they put in front of you that, you know, if you can't beat him, guess what? You got to go home. I mean, his mixed martial arts record is like 41 and 8 or 41 and 6. Yikes. Yikes. 41 and 6. Okay. And Wybin, speaking of uh, NCAA wrestling champions, I mean, he was a, He's a stud. He was a guy, of course, that I said would beat uh, the Filipino record machine. Mark Munoz, I was the only guy ringside or octagon side in San Jose to make that pick out of the press row. And everybody said to me, huh, what made you pick him? I said, well, he had never been taken off his feet in his life. He had never been taken off his feet. I'll talk about Chris Weidman. Now Weidman, of course, 13-2. Hmm, interesting. Of course, lost his middleweight championship. And when he lost his middleweight championship, he lost it. How can I put this? I really expected big, major, major things out of Wyman. I did, not he lost to Luke Rockhold. And, you know, Rockhold, kind of say, give it up real quick to, to Bisping. And now we have Bisping going to take on, you know, um, uh, the returning uh, icon, of course, of Georgia St. Pierre. But I don't know. I'm really, i I'm looking at this 185-pound at this division. I think Yo Romero is a real guy. He's a guy that should be getting a shot. And he's not getting a shot. Of course, Wyman lost to Romero, and Wyman lost to Rockhold. Both of them were ugly, stoppages. So White has been stopped twice. In other words, his chin, been, his, his chin has been cracked. His chin's been cracked. The, the, you can't put glass back together. Once you drop a glass on the floor, all the glue in the world is not going to put it all back together perfectly. Same thing can be said with a good training camp. You can go to training camp. You can take your shots on the chin in training. You take shots on the I enemy. Mean, I'll go all through training. Everything's fine. Then you get in the rain. Or the octagon and things change some fighters can't handle a mental uh the the, the mental fact they've lost two fights especially when they were undefeated consider on top of the world one of the best fighters in the world Talk about chris weidman weidman and masasi that is a toss-up and i'm not leaning either way on that one but i will say this masasi has a bit of an edge here and the reason why i say that is that he's hotter right now than weidman. weidman's coming off two losses now is this a fight that the USC has put together in order to try to get Weidman the natural and easy fight. No, this is not an easy fight. Other fighters on the card, Diego Alves, Patrick Cote, uh, Will Brooks is on the card, Charles Oliveira. Of course, this is all tonight. Check your local TV guys for Fox Sports 1 coming to you live from London in the U2 Arena. Of course, USC Fight Night. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now, I didn't mention last week's mega fight on... CBS, of course, I'm talking about, man, Keith Thurman and Danny Garcia drew millions of people, the most watched event on CBS television, most watched event on television last Saturday night. We'll talk about that after the break And why it's good to have TV and boxing, network TV and boxing holding hands together. You are tuned to the Sports Line Broadcast Network. Drop me a text real quick, 415-275-1613, the text line, 415-275-1613. 1613. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez and you are tuned to Sports Byline.
3: You know this isn't
1: fantasy football. We're talking Byline Sports where sports happens.
4: on expensive covered car repairs monthly payments are very affordable get your free quote now call toco at 800-222-2313 that's 800-222-2313 800-222-2313 cancellation fee may apply subject to eligibility not available in missouri and washington waiting period and deductible apply coverage provided and administered by Tech corporation or its affiliates not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions
8: hi i'm dr robert Clapper, chief of orthopedic surgery at cedars-sinai medical group in los angeles california
7: that's 800-797-1256.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Are you
2: nuts? Check it. The clock says this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You can do the sports byline broadcast. And, of course, as I said, we'll refer back to last week's World Walkway Classic. It wasn't a classic. It was a classic presentation because of the fact it was on CBS Television for the first time in four years, meaning there hadn't been a fight on CBS Television in prime time since so Muhammad Ali back in that day. Back in that day, anyway. Danny Jake, oh Danny Jacobs, Danny Garcia out of Philadelphia, of course, undefeated coming in, the former World Junior Welterweight Champion and a good-looking fighter, no doubt about that. I mean, he's he's had some rough fights, but he's prevailed and he's unbeaten. I mean, he looked he's looking good. Of course, Keith Thurman coming in here, he was a crowd favorite to an extent, even though Danny Garcia was from. Uh, from Philadelphia, nearby Philadelphia, and they fought in Brooklyn. But, you know, Thurman had the house behind. When I say the house, I mean the people, the promoters. They wanted him to win. The eventual score was 116-112, 8-4 in rounds. I thought that was a little bit, that was a little bit long, but 7-5 to five in rounds, 115-113, I could definitely go with that for Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman took the last two rounds off. Shame on him, but straight up, you got to give him props. Keith Thurman did win this fight, and it was a pressure fight for him. Danny, J- Danny Garcia wants a rematch. Let it happen. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Next performance of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two hours, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.